Sometimes I think there's something missing. Like I had something lovely. And it's gone. I lie in bed thinking. What have I lost? Now what this friend called Donna Noble. I had to wipe her memory to save her life. No! If she remembers me, she will die. So what happens next? The spaceship crashes right in front of her. It's like she's drawing us in. What the hell? We've got a bloody Martian in the shed! Don't look! Meet me! Here we go again. I don't believe in destiny, but if destiny exists, then it is heading for Donna Noble. The Discussing Network presents Discussing Who, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Kyle Jones, and on this bonus episode, I want to welcome back, after a hiatus of recording time, Lee Shackelford. Mr. Shackelford, how are you? I'm just as fine as one can wish to be. My only regret uh, tonight is that we don't have Clarence Brown with us. But family family duties call, so... Indeed, indeed, yeah. yeah. You know, maybe he's out buying toys, perhaps. You know, I've got to be corny and have a pun mm. somewhere. So maybe he's mm. out buying toys or maybe making his own toys. Mm, maybe he's no. like a toy maker. Who knows? No, 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 no. He does have a baby, so maybe he is <laughs> buying and making toys. Well, that's right. But yeah, not uh, any kind of evil or manipulative toys. Yeah. Indeed, indeed. Literally, I think since we started this podcast back in 2016, I literally think this is the longest we've ever gone without recording a Discussing Who. Would you Hmm. think that's a true statement? Well, for a very long time, we've been, you know, every, we've been recording every week. So that's how we got up to this insanely high number of episodes that we're currently at. Technically, if you've put in a couple of bonus episodes that we have done we're probably at 301 or 302 but (laughs) canonically we're at around 298 as of this published recording or as of this recording time other things have uh, intervened and uh, as uh, clarence had a baby well he didn't have the baby but you know yeah and i've been working on a big project for ITV and another one for Alabama Public Television. Ah, cool. And, uh, yeah, and so uh, I, I have no complaints about my my uh, script writing career, but it has taken me away from discussing who. And uh, um, here's an irony: uh, in the meantime, I did. I was just telling Kyle before we started recording. I I, I said I, I've cheated on the show. I've been unfaithful uh, because I I was a guest on. Um, the uh the podcast all of time and space and they don't they don't put out episodes as often as we do so it may be a long time before that episode with me on it um is uh available for download but um all of time and space lovely fellas just really enjoyed uh, talking with them but the episode that we were talking about was the mind robber second doctor story which was basically a retelling of a first doctor story Except that I, I, I want to say they solved all the story problems of the first one. It's like, let's do it again, but let's do it right this time. 
And that episode was The Celestial Toymaker. Really? So, yes. So, ironically, now we are back all these years later, and we are actually, we have The Celestial Toymaker at our throats once again. So I think it would be appropriate for me to say for everyone listening, if you have not seen the official trailer of the 60th anniversary special, which if you're listening to this podcast, you've already heard the trailer at the beginning of this podcast. But anyway, just because I like (laughs) saying it from this moment forward, spoilers. Spoilers. Affirmative. Spoilers. Spoilers? What spoilers? And I killed Sparky, too. (laughs) Alrighty, the spoiler warning has gone out, and we are back to review the official trailer of the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Lee Shackelford, you've seen it. Initial thought, some review. What say you? Oh, oh my golly, it's it's exciting, and doesn't it look like fun? Oh, yes. Uh, I just... I, I, what I'm what I'm worried about, you know, what you do in trailers sometimes is you take all of the the best jokes, you take all of the most uh, eye popping visual effects or whatever, and you put them all into those two minutes of a trailer like this, and that's really all there was <laughs> to show off. But something tells me that this really is what we're hoping it is that it is just a two and a half minute slice of the joy that awaits us in these. What is it? It's three episodes, right? Three three different specials, and three I specials. think you have nothing to worry about. I mm. don't think they're taking all the best and putting it in that. And the reason I say that is RTD has gone on record as saying none of episode two is in, or we've seen anything from episode two. How about that? Everything in episode two is completely under wraps. I'm going to go so far as to say what we have seen is mostly episode one with Mm. maybe just a little bit of episode three in it. Yeah. I would not be surprised if unit doesn't come into it until episode three, for example. Mm. Yep. That would, that would very much make sense. If you think of building the story, I think the, Mm -hmm building of the story in the first one is mostly going to be about Donna remembering. What do you think? Yeah, yeah absolutely. It feels like we, that we have to start there. Of course, a lot of other uh, uh, Doctor Who fans frothing at the mouth have uh, immediately gone onto YouTube and done elaborate take-aparts of the, uh, the trailer, you know, zoomed in on screenshots and things like that. And uh, a thing that I've noticed from uh, several people that they've commented on the fact that Wilf is not in the trailer at all. And there's all kinds of speculation why. But I like to think that it's just the laser focus, that we want to see the Doctor, and we want to see Donner, and we want to see Toymaker. Yes. So let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll slow down long enough for Sylvia to punch the Doctor right in the face, and <laughs> but that's all we're going to see of her. Oh, and of course, Kate. Right. So well, we've got that too. But um, but everybody else is sort of a blur, including uh, Beep the Meep and uh, Rose. You know, to, to, to try to make a point of seeing Wilf and to reestablish that relationship and so on, it probably would just be unnecessarily complicating. Got to save something. I, th- I want to see Wilf one last time 
in the story. I'd rather mm. wait until I'm watching it to see him, knowing that you know the beloved Bernard Cribbins has passed on. I, mm. I I'm okay not seeing him in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I, I feel the same way. I, it's interesting to note that he's not there, but I'm not I'm not concerned about it. It doesn't mean that they've cut they've cut the character from the final edit or anything. And, and let me ask you this question, and uh, I, I'll go ahead and preface my question by saying I am I'm not in this camp. I'm one of those in the opposite of this camp, completely giddy over the fact of Donna, Doctor, Doctor Donna, <laughs> totally happy, completely happy. But there is a subset of Who fandom that are not happy over the fact of revisiting the Dr. Donna, the 10th Doctor would be the 14th and Donna. Thoughts on that? Do you feel like this is rehashing? Do you feel like this was a story that had been told and now you're opening it up again? Thoughts? I was worried when we first heard that um, Catherine Tate was coming back to the show. And then when we saw David Tennant's face completely unexpectedly at the end of... uh, power of the doctor. What I worried about was, is that we were going to revisit that, that happy time on the show with the, the, that pairing. And despite the fact that we have a covenant on the show canonically, that he can't reenter her life, it will kill her. And, and I was afraid that we were the, the showrunners, even though it's RTD, that we're, we're so eager to, to make that happen again, that they were going to blow past that somehow. And the trailer puts all those worries to rest. It's expressly said that this is that the doctor is uh, horrified by the fact that he's run into her again and that there's a spaceship that's crashed in her front yard, he says, because this is going to kill her. There's no way that this isn't going to stir those memories. I don't believe in destiny, but if I did, then destiny is headed for Donna Noble. And and being who he is, he has to act on that. But but yeah, but it's a terrible place to be. What can he do? And I, I apparently there's a solution, but I'll and I'm really eager to see what it is. Hmm. Uh, so, so he so he says at some point in the trailer, I don't know if I will be able to save you this time. Yeah, hmm. building towards this line where his clearly his heart is breaking again, and he says. What is the line? Anything but that. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Why does it have to be this? Why does it have to be this? Mm. Yeah. And we remember that he gave up his life as the 10th Doctor. They gave up their life as the 10th Doctor to save Wilf. Right. Indeed. Is it possible that Wilf is going to return the favor? That would be horrible. That That would just kill me. That would just, oh, that would break my heart. Yeah. Literally, if you know that that's what happened in the story, but Mm then, oh, no, I really hope that's not. Well, it it would have an elegance, you know, in terms of closure. And and, and I could could hear, you know, the doctor's response to that being anything but that. You know, Mm -hmm. why does it have to be that? But what if instead where the where Donna is sacrificed, per Mm -hmm. se, and the first time they meet, what if. The regeneration occurs because he sacrifices himself to save Donna. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe, or is that too predictable? Well, he's, we're going to get from 14 to 15 somehow, right? 
Right, it's, right. Um, doctors don't just, well, the doctor never has just said, I think it's time for a new body, the way Romana and some others have done. <laughs> um, so it's probably going to be something unpleasant. Mm. It's going to be bad. So so let's go back to the fact that he's the 14th doctor looking like the 10th doctor, just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Something we've speculated on this show before, do you think the change was induced by the toy maker? I'm interested to, to find out what the canonical explanation for this is, because uh, IRL, it's a stunt to draw people back to the show. Agreed. Right? Agreed. Totally agree. Um, so I want to know what RTD's canonical explanation is going to be. And um, since it doesn't make any sense, why not have it be the work of a capricious person who's into playing games with you? Mm. Um, because we were on all of time and space, we were talking about the mind robber. It made me go back and revisit what there is of uh, the celestial toy maker. Uh, and it's not much, <laughs> but we do know the story. And um, he, he's Q basically. He, he is uh, eternal. And he says as much, you know, like, like Q that, you know, being immortal is composed largely of boredom. And so he just starts messing with people and with the doctor and his companions, he's got a, you know, because the doctor has an unpredictably long lifetime, he feels like he's, he's in for, you know, some real fun. And so I, if we're going to be true to canon and this really is the same toy maker as um, Michael Go played in the. Back in the Hartnell era, then uh, he's immortal and he's bored, and he's just messing with people, um, which which makes him very dangerous. So let me add this real quick. So the, for everyone listening, the Celestial Toy Maker is a mostly missing. It's the seventh serial of the third season of the original run of Doctor Who, which was in four parts from the second to the 23rd of April, 1966. Only the last episode, the final test, is remaining. The other three don't exist anymore. There is a scene that I watched the other day that the BBC, I believe, had put out, or it was just on YouTube, perhaps. Maybe it wasn't the BBC. But it's where the first Doctor tricks the toy maker and they escape from the toy maker yes that's the last time he has encountered so obviously this last on-screen appearance the toy maker is livid with the doctor yes so my question then our speculation to myself becomes is this destiny of these things happening forcing Donna to perhaps remember this regeneration where the clothes change and the face change. Mm -hmm. If he is an immortal celestial type being, could he be playing the game of here's someone that if he, if they come in contact with you is going to burn up and die Here's the game. The game's afoot. How are you mm-hmm. going to protect this person? That's the game. Yeah. Maybe. That, yeah. No, I, I could buy that completely. I, that, that's a good theory. That, um, yeah, okay, you're so smart. You outsmarted me once. How about this one? 
You have to save her, but if you come anywhere close to her, you'll kill her. Mm. Yeah. Let's see. That's cruel. That's really very, cruel. very, very cruel. Very, very yeah. cruel. So you mentioned Unit a little earlier. What did you think of Stark? I mean, Unit Tower. <laughs> yes. Did it not it look really, like Stark Tower? It really does. And uh, I don't know how, how deliberate that is. But yes, yeah, several of the people um, commenting on the trailer have pointed that out. That we really expect to see the Avengers hanging out in there. I thought it's fun to see them not hiding underground for a change. Mm. Well, they were they were in the Tower of London, too. Um, but um, I don't know. Uh, I, I was re-listening to one of our shows not too long ago in which uh, Clarence said that he's, he's getting a little tired of Unit. And uh, and it struck me, yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of not sure very often what their role is. Mm. What are they going to do? What yeah. I want to know is who's bankrolling, not what their role is. Well, who's bankrolling? Because remember, <laughs> the last time we've seen Unit, which was in the power of the Doctor, they yes. were in this awesome, cool building that yes. collapsed. Right. Well, yeah, their 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 citadel or their hideouts or whatever have been annihilated over and over again. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. I, I assume that they're being paid for by the British taxpayer. <laughs> there you go. That's where the TV license goes to. Right? It's, a, it, it's really not for TV at all. It's, it's for unit. Yes. So let me ask this question. Do you think Shuti's 15th Doctor is only in the ending? Or do you think we will see him in an active role throughout the story? Now, I've been wondering about that because it is traditional for us to see the next doctor um, sort of um, sit up and look around, you know, at the end of their at the regeneration, end of, yeah, at, at, at the end of that regeneration. And uh, to say, change, my dear, not a moment too soon. Or, <laughs> or if you're Peter Davison, to just sort of look around and blink. So that would be in keeping. But in, in the new series, we've had more fun with it. Um, so, you know, I'm a girl. <laughs> we're no, we're doing something. What is it? Crashing. Crashing. Geronimo. And I'm know. still not ginger. Right. I think I would feel cheated if after all this, what we get is shooty for 10 seconds at the end. Do, mm. do you? Oh, oh, absolutely. I think I think the tease is on. I, I don't know if shooty will be in the whatever that, you know, that that other place you know that the doctors were in that i can't remember oh, what they called it right but right the, they were the guardians of the, the guardians of the edge or something the edge you know right. i'm wondering if he will be there and mm. referencing and if this was a, a regeneration of the 14th if that was supposed to have been him coming maybe he's trapped there maybe that's where what the hell's going on here comes yeah. from oh. maybe I would like that because it, it raises the possibility that um, David Bradley and Paul McGann and Sylvester and Colin and uh, Peter will all be there. Perhaps. But let me ask you this. Do you think this is a multi-doctor story that we just haven't heard, you know, confirmed because we're waiting just as surprised as we were to see those names you just mentioned in that power of the doctor. Do you yeah. think we may see multi doctors in this story? Well, they really played that close to the chest, didn't they? I mean, nobody said that power of the doctor was going to be a multi doctor story. Correct. Absolutely. Then, wow. Correct. 
<laughs> you know, I just, yeah. We knew it was a multi-companion story. Right, <laughs> right. And we knew there were some nods and callbacks, but little did yeah. we know that we would see all these different versions of the Doctor. Right. So why not in the 60th? or or or? Because it, it seems like a logical continuity of that now, now that we've established that. It would really make sense for 15 to be there with eight, eight and nine and <laughs> or, or seven and eight, I should say. So, so let me um, ask you this. Is there a is there a version of the doctor that you would most like to see return for the 60th of the ninth? No question. Who? Uh, the ninth. The ninth. Okay. Yeah. No question. I mean, depending on how we're numbering things, I mean Christopher Eccleston. Right. Right. Uh, right. Right. Um, now that he has he has sort of returned to the the fandom and uh, embraced his uh, uh, his his fans and followers, um, I I feel like he he might be willing, and it would just be lovely to to see him there in the in that uh, spectral landscape. Would he be wearing a robe or not? I don't now, I don't think he does robes either. I don't think he does robes either. But, but whatever it is, he'd, he would look fantastic, right? He'd be fantastic. Any actor that you think might not return? I don't, I don't see Tom doing it again. I feel like he, he did his, his beautiful Doctor Who swan song ten, you know, 10 years ago. Right, right. And, and, um, and I actually so. think I read somewhere that they reached out to him, but his health was not to mm -hmm. where he could really get on and perform as, yeah. you know, he probably can still do audio, but maybe mm. the video was something that he couldn't do it. Yeah. His. Yeah. He's the last, the most recent video that I've seen of him anywhere. He was, he seemed like he was having trouble getting around. So, and I appreciate that. It's only 749. Exactly. So I have a speculation, and this is not an actor returning, but I'm going to make a speculation twofold. Speculation part one of this twofold is one of the specials might be co-written by Stephen Moffat. Hmm. Speculation number two is Stephen Moffat may be writing an episode for series 14. Yeah. Here's why I say that. Did you know that one of the agreements that Moffat had when he created River was that no other writer would write for River in the Doctor Who proper? I did not know that, but I'm but it does make sense. So that yeah. being said, mm. that's that would explain why we didn't see River in the thirteenth Doctor because Moffat mm -hmm. didn't write for um, the Chibnall era, right? But as much as many of us wanted that kiss. But, indeed, yeah. indeed. But there have been times that we know Moffat lies, just like the doctor lies. <laughs> and he has so gone on record recently as saying, oh, am I, I'm never writing for Doctor Who again, or am I? Yeah. Or I'm not headed to Cardiff, or am I? All right. So if he's mm. hinting things like that, mm. I'm, I'm just thinking... He's in writing somehow either 60th or the 14th Doctor's, yeah. I mean, the 15th Doctor's 14th series. I think the latter much more likely. I, I do I too, but I would love to see River in the 60th. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I see what you mean. But but I, I think, 
I don't know. I, I'm thinking that this, these three episodes, the three specials, that they would have to be so tightly plotted. I don't know. Um, hmm. I, yeah, I, I want to say that you, you, you can only do that if one person's writing, but that, that's, I know that's not true. The only um, reason I think it could be is because look at how much in the past with Moffat, it seems to me, and I may be totally wrong, that Moffat and RTD gel well together as creatives. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think so. I mean, some of some of the best RTD moments came from Moffat. If you think about it, Blink was in the RTD mm -hmm. era, but it was sure. written by Moffat. Mm -hmm. Girl in the Fireplace, wasn't that? Yeah. Um, that was him too, wasn't it? You got me. Um, well, and well, we know sure. Forrest of the, uh, but certainly Forrest and yeah. Silence mm -hmm. in the Library. Right, absolutely. So, yeah. any other thoughts or speculations you have of, of the sixtieth? Hmm, I'm thinking about moments of spectacle that we see in the trailer. Um, there's something really, really bad happening um, in and around uh, Unit HQ. Any ideas of what that might be? Or it looks mm. like there's a volcano erupting under it. Well, I uh, think he, he, being the toy maker is just causing mass chaos yeah, up to yeah. the point to where you know you know the doctor has this affinity for the human race and i think it's kate that says doctor how do we fight the human race so i think yeah. he's doing something to make just oh, mass chaos yeah hmm there's there is a scene i want to ask you about there's a scene to where, and this is where I think there's multi-doctors involved. There's a scene where it looks like the toy maker is standing over completely huge, like, yeah. uh, like the Galactus. Galactus yeah. sized, right. exactly. And he, but he's holding like marionette strings. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if that's symbolic that there are doctors under there that he's pulling strings up. Oh, that, that would, that's interesting. Yeah. Or if that's even something that is really happening, or if it's um, in his you know, dollhouse or whatever, right? Yeah, if it's some sort of a representation of uh, how all of this feels, or something like that. But I don't know. Um, yeah. So yeah. I have one final question before we close, because mm. this is just a what maybe a two minute trailer. So there's we've digested a lot of it. We've not talked <laughs> about Beep the Meep yet, but we have talked nope. about him previously. But that my question is, why do you think that they are holding tight to air dates yet? I don't know. Um, one of the uh, videos that I saw on uh, YouTube had one comment after it, and it was, just tell me the air date. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it can be because they don't know. Right, absolutely. You know, but we're getting to the point now to where I think they have to start saying soon. Because mm -hmm. I don't know how far in advance, like, programming schedules get published in the UK. Well, yeah. But we're in October now. So if it's, yeah. you know, if they're going to play the first specials and then on the, the 20, I mean, yeah, the 23rd of November, we get the finale, then mm -hmm. you're going to have to start yep. soon. Yeah. So maybe any day now as we record this. We're but yeah, is it? Is it October? Is it the, yeah. When? Is it, is it 
are they thinking that it would air on November 21st, 22nd, and 23rd? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I don't think, um, do you think they would do that? I don't know. It's, it's, you know, in the past, I would have said no way, because that's just not how network television works. But in this kind of anything goes streaming platforms environment, um, yeah, who knows? I, yeah. Mm. Or, or they could release it as a six hour block on November 23rd. I don't know. And and I don't <laughs> think they would do a six hour block. I think that I would be. I don't a, think so either. There's a reason for making it three. Yes, episodes. absolutely. Absolutely. And it'll be structured with, with, yeah, with three big cliffhangers. Yeah. That's. Now, what they could do, uh, ooh, what they could do is if there is a Christmas special, maybe the first episode airs on the 23rd. The second mm. episode airs maybe a week or so later. Mm. And, or, or maybe they do every two weeks up to Christmas. Right. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And so what we get for Christmas is Shudigawa. Right. So then you really get four episodes kind of semi right there together. But who knows? Who knows? But you know what I do know is what? perfect segue. Lee Shackelford, where else might you be found on the internet? Well, I just encouraged somebody uh, the other day, a whole bunch of people actually, to uh, check out Relativity if they've never heard it. My um, multiple award-winning uh, science fiction drama podcast starring Clarence Brown with special appearance by Kyle Jones. As a, what was that guy's name again? He was he was one of the uh, the Miblins. Yes, he was, he was Peter's he was, brother. He was Peter brother. Raymond. Yeah. Raymond. Raymond Miblin. Yes, yeah. and. Um, who we decided was from Texas or something. Yes. And was, and was, had one of my, and also starring one of my two favorite uh, uh, artificial intelligence, since everybody's <laughs> talking about AI these days, the one and the only, oh my goodness, my brain just died. Uh, Nadieshka. Nadia. Yes. Yes. Long may she live. Yes. So yeah, you know, relativitypodcast.com. Go check it out. It's like you've never heard us mention it before. Or Oz9. You've never heard us say anything about Oz9 before either. Oz9. Is so. that the um, podcast that you play a god? Yes. I get to be the uh, the Greco-Roman god of the underworld. Who likes Mike and Ike's. Who likes Mike and Ike's, which, you know, I had, I, the actor, had never actually had before. And so I was talking about them as Pluto. And, um, and Shannon, the genius behind Oz9, she sent me a box and, uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> I, this is a wholly new experience. Anyway. And, and speaking of Oz9, I hear yeah. that there is a narrator on there that likes sweet tea and sounds, a lot like me. It sounds like he may be from Mississippi. Maybe so. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> so go check out Oz9. It's oz-9.com. It also has my other favorite Oz, or excuse me, not Oz9 <laughs> character, has my other, other favorite AI. I, 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 blah, 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 yeah. AI, ah. Olivia. It's not my oh, fault. Yeah. My brain's died. Not my fault. So, everyone, let us know what you thought about this trailer, what you think about what's going to happen in the 60th, or anything you want to let us know about. And, as always, we will be back next time. <laughs>